welcome to Battlefield 1 Podcast, and here's Ray with the intro. Yes, good evening, good afternoon, whatever your respective time frames are. Welcome to the Battlefield 1 Podcast. I am your usual co-host Ray, joined by the one and only Thomas, as the primary host for this production. Today we will be discussing all things Battlefield and what have you. If you you like what you're hearing, please leave a like or a thumbs up, whatever your streaming platform allows, and please leave comments, because the algorithm requires engagement. That having been said, I will now pass the microphone over to uh, Mr. Tom. Thank you, right? Thank you. <laughs> God, so, so dumb. Anyway, welcome to Battlefield 1 Podcast, where we talk about Battlefield and only Battlefield. And I don't know what that intro was, but we were just having fun. There better be some baller-ass violin music in the background of that, and then all of a sudden when you cut to your regular voice, just pull a record scratch and just go to the regular fucking podcast <laughs> music. Just completely jar everything up. Why I, uh, yeah, welcome to the regular normal podcast where people talk normally and not like British yes. idiots. Oh yes, the Battlefield content, the Battlefield podcast when we talk about Battlefield and why it's the greatest franchise in the world. Oh uh, yes, and uh, of course, leave a like and a subscription. God bless the Queen. Oh no, sorry, King. Sorry, can't can't see. God, God save the King. Oh my God, do we have to change uh, UK's national anthem now? I I had heard that y'all got to go through a major currency exchange because. <laughs> they got to change the faces on the notes. Oh, oh fuck! I didn't even, I didn't even think of that. There was because there was a guy who was in like there was a dude at my wife's live the other night who who lives in the UK and he's like, yeah, well, it's gonna suck for the drug dealers and the people who work for cash out that way. And we're like, why? Because they've got to exchange their currency and they're not gonna be able to if they can't justify the income. So they're fucking broke now. And I went, oh, that sucks. I mean, shouldn't be making your money that way. I guess whatever, but. That fucking sucks. That's funny. So anyway, Battlefield. This yes. is not. This is not the coronation. This is nothing to do with British royalty. This is about Battlefield. And my name is Tom, aka the Link Soldier. Welcome. And I am today joined by non-British person Ray Edmonds. Hello. And we're gonna. Oh my God! So remember last podcast I was complaining about. Uh, Audio pollution and everything. Uh, sirens are going the whole fucking day right now as we're recording. The fucking London sirens everywhere. All I hear is police in the background. Don't, don't fucking stop. Anyway, so we have a patron. Uh, if you have, if you want to have one week early access to this content, to this podcast, you can subscribe to Patreon and get it early. It'll, it's literally just two bucks a month. So check out. Subscribe, and if you want more content that is not only Battlefield, you can get the more that was seven, seven buck subscription. Yeah, seven buck. Like I keep forgetting the numbers, and <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting the numbers. So and you can get extra content, and yeah, so so and that's the best way to support the show. Like literally, the, the best way. Like not YouTube, not everything. I mean, I'm glad you guys are listening, but if you really want to support the podcast, Patreon is the way to go. But yeah. That's kind of it. And today, we're going to talk about if Battlefield needs a Battle Royale. So, I'll, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. 
we're going to hop in a time machine. <laughs> oh, we, we are actually going to hop in a time machine. So, to okay, so let's let's start with a bit of context here. The only battle royale Battlefield ever had was in Battlefield Five, and it was, and it was in the middle of, um, when PUBG and Fortnite were doing bonkers. I mean, Fortnite is still doing bonkers, but when it was like Warzone Two, or not even Warzone, just just Warzone itself, right? Never existed. Back then it was PUBG and Fortnite. They were kings of, you know, of Battle Royale. And there's so many games, so many games, you know, pushed their Battle Royales out there. It was the new... No, everybody was doing Battle Royale. Yeah, everyone was yeah, everyone doing Battle Royales. And Battlefield, the way they announced it at E3 or EA Play, whatever you want to say, just so... The announcement of the Battle Royale was so... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, more like uneventful, like cringe, unplanned, because I remember... Um, I think the biggest question that was being asked at the time was why. Yeah. Why Why is this even a thing? Why Why is this even be considered for Battlefield? Because it, it's not something that Battlefield ever really it, it, it needed. It was shoehorned in, and I said it multiple times even back then. Like, this does not feel like it was something... That was created for the game. This sounds like something where somebody in produ- somebody in production management was like, "Fucking do the thing at any cost. We don't care." And they did it. And out of the gate, I remember, it, like, I played a couple of rounds of it. It wasn't my cup of tea. But then again, Battlefield Battle Battle Royale games are really not my cup of tea. Period. Unless there's like squad base to it, because you know I'm a squad based player. I'm not really much of a solo player. I can do it, I don't mind it, but I just don't, I, you know, it's not my cup of tea. If I had an option between operating in a Battle Royale environment with a squad and, you know, by myself, I'm, I'm going to go with the squad, period. Point blank, end of story. Just, just better gameplay in my honest opinion. But um, Fire Zone, I believe is what it was called. Um, Firestorm. It, Firestorm, that's it. it. It just didn't feel like it was a natural part of the game. It just felt like it was jammed in there. And it, it was just like, well, let's take the mechanics of the, of the popular Battle Royale games and we'll just you know shove it in Battlefield and it'll work. And it didn't. And they kept banging on it and banging on it and banging on it. And when they, to their credit, they were consistent with it and they wanted to make it work. I mean, to their credit. But by the time they finally got it working, nobody cared anymore. No, like battle the, the the battle royale trend had long since fucking passed, and nobody cared about it anymore. And then they shut it down. Well, it's not. So it was like, what was the point? Well, well, when you say shut it down, development got shut down. Uh, but uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think the problem was like a lot of people were saying that uh, the battle royale version of Battlefield Five was not free to play, and because it was. Behind, you had to pay for the game to and to play Battle Royale, which basically caused a big downfall. You know that was one of the re- main downfalls for that mode. I played it. Uh, it wasn't bad. It's just it wasn't inspired by anything. It was just a Battle Royale. You know, like any other Battle Royale out there. It's like it did not feel anything special, did not feel anything good, and I, when the game was announced, when Battlefield 5 was announced, there were no mentions of Battle Royale, and people, including me, I got like, okay, I'm glad, you know, I, 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 I always believe that Battlefield never needed a Battle Royale to be fun and good, 
you know. And I and I'm glad they never announced Battle Royale, you know, at the reveal. And I was at the reveal. And I said, like, I'm so glad they haven't announced Battle Royale because it's good. It's it, that means they're doing their own thing and they're doing about you know a Battlefield thing. They focus on what makes Battlefield fun and they will continue that. Of course, a month later when E3 came up, they just un- unceremoniously announced Battle Royale. What's the what's the guy's name? I can't forget. Um, father of Bal- Battlefield, father, father of Battlefield. They call him I can't Patrick. Remember. No, 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 that one. The with the beer guy, the beer guy, with the glasses. Like the fuck, yeah, like the most famous developer of I Battlefield. Having brain farts as to who the hell it is. Yeah, I'm I'm completely spacing on it too. Anyway, it, it, gla- gl- glasses, white beard. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can yeah. I can even like hear his voice in my head right yes, now, yes, and yes, I yes, cannot yes. put a yeah, name. Yeah, I, I I don't know why I forgot the name. Anyway, you, leave a comment whoever, below as to who that was. So yeah, we can whoever's it listening, out. you probably know who I'm talking about. Anyway, he came and on the screaming st- at a screen right now. Too. Yes, probably. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Oh, uh, oh, sorry if I'm coughing sometimes on the podcast because I've been literally sick for the last couple of days. So please apologies if you hear me cough and I did not edit that out. <laughs> so yeah, it's a lot of work to edit the coughs out, you know. Uh, but yeah, so they announced Battle Royale, and all of us just like, I remember the audience is like, oh, <laughs> it's like it was such a mixed reaction. They had no idea if they should be like excited or disappointed or something in between. And that's what the audience sounded like when it was like, there's a clip, there's literally a clip, like just find 2018 EA Play. Of Battlefield Five presentation, and you'll hear that mixed reaction is just like, "Oh, it's glorious." I was not happy about that when they got announced. So anyway, that's not the point. So that was the only time Battlefield had had the battle royale. It wasn't bad. It was just not inspired. It was just like it's just it was just there, and because it wasn't free to play, it affected the player numbers. No one really played it. And but I have to give props to them though, because uh, the map itself was really good and somewhat gorgeous in a sense i think it was a really fantastic map and i'm kind of disappointed they never used that map for anything else like you know a conquest map or a domination map or why would that make it you know why would the case yeah, i don't it? think it would have been that hard in order to convert it over in order to serve that purpose it would have been great i mean even an operations map was as huge as it was but it just never it just never happened. They like they just you know they and that always disappoints me. Is like when and I understand that you know I it kind of makes me sound a little hypocritical sometimes when I'm like I hate seeing work go to waste, but at the same time I hate seeing things implemented that don't need to be implemented or shouldn't be implemented. So, uh, but one problem feeds the other problem in a sense. So like it, it made me upset to see all of that work that they put into it pretty much go to waste, but on the sole basis of. That effort could have went elsewhere in Battlefield Five. It should have went elsewhere in Battlefield Five. Like there were there were there were spots in that game that needed the extra attention that it never got, because I personally feel that they were too focused on trying to make the battle royale work while battle royale was the thing. And then, like I said, by the time they got it working right, nobody cared. And, and, and even the people that were like happy that it was free to play, like they played for like maybe a week or two, if that. And then you know the numbers tanked. Why they went. Back to, 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 to Fortnite and, and, and PUBG. 
the, those games that were designed around, well, I can't even say that about Fortnite, because Fortnite was, you know, just happened to be, you know, have a good battle royale. It wasn't designed around it, but still, you know. It was they, unique. They went back to the game. Yeah, it was unique. They went back to the games where, at the core, that's what they were. Um, So I guess, you know, saying that, I guess, in essence, DICE felt like they could pull an epic and go, okay, well, you know, battle royale is a second thought. It'll probably just take off like these guys did, and it never did because the market was already saturated at that point. Um, I won't say saturated, because there was place for another battle royale, which is Warzone. So why Warzone succeeded in the first place is because it Call of Duty Warzone is not cartoony like Fortnite, and it doesn't have any building whatsoever. Because back then Fortnite did not have any build, no build mode. It was you know with building, and a lot of people did not like building. And PUBG was just a clunky mess. You know, it's a clunky mess, an optimized mess, you know. Uh, the reason PUBG went big in the first place is because it was the only uh, streamlined battle royale out there. You know, that's the only reason why PUBG even got big in the first place. It's not because of the mechanics or, or the, it was a great game. It's just It was just a game that existed, you know. So the, 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 the was, these were the two juggernauts back then. And the reason why Call of Duty Wars don't succeed is because it was not clunky, it was not cartoony, it felt good to play, performance was amazing, well, as in like, amazing as in like, you can play it just fine, like a AAA game, you know, you know, on a playable state, yeah. and also it kind of happened during COVID lockdowns, so that was also the good timing of releasing that, you know, Call of Duty Battle Royale, and it's also Call of Duty, so in some shape or form, you'll get the numbers, but they did something unthinkable. They actually made Warzone free to play, you know, and that that's that's what made Warzone a really huge success back then. And the map and the game, the gameplay itself and everything was unique to itself because Battle Royale's always been like, oh, you know, pick a location to land, pick up some weapons, grab some shield, and go fight, right? But in Warzone. What's that? What? Why is it? What's so? It was so unique from Fortnite and PUBG is because you can get your own weapons that you unlocked in multiplayer. You know, you can get your cam. You know, you can get your weapons with your own camos, your charms, and so on. So that made it like unique to Warzone. Battlefields, yeah. I guess it kind of it kind of made it have its charm. But again, you know, like there's a lot of things that you know were really popular back then, and I hate. Making it sound like this was ten some years ago, back in the pandemic days. You know, yeah, like, yeah. we say that shit. It feels like it was ages ago, and it really wasn't. But that also tells you how quickly the market can change, how, how how quickly the change, how how quickly trends can change and stuff. Because like what worked perfectly fine, you know, during lockdowns and stuff like that, it's not going to work now. Like live service games were really popular during lockdown times because probably because of the social aspect of it. I'm pretty sure like the social no, aspect yeah, 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 is yeah, yeah, what yeah. carried these games yes, more than anything yes, else, more yes. than gameplay. Yes. Um. So, but now, now that everybody's out and about again, you know, those those social requirements <coughs> have kind of you know dipped off. You know, other than people who are still working from home or you know, et cetera, et cetera. So companies still chasing those trends, you know, based on that time you can't do that anymore because it's not the same anymore people are out and about now people are are, are being more conservative with money than what they were originally and it's it's got to stop <laughs> okay so i got to think of what what your market wants at that current time not like oh shit well this worked for the last 2 years you know we'll do it ourselves and her 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 
you know, just trends change rapidly, even more so rapidly than when, when I was a kid. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned cha- uh, tra- chasing trends. I just wrote in the notes so I can remember later. Uh, but basically, when Battlefield, Battlefield 5 Battle Royale came out, it was not unique. Like, the only unique part it had was the vehicle part. It had vehicles. You know, it had tanks. You know, you could get a tank. That's the only thing that made Battlefield 5 Battle Royale unique from everything else. Because, oh, we never had a tank in the Battle Royale. And so on and blah, blah, blah. Of course, years later, now you have, you know, Fortnite and Warzones and everything. You have all Yeah, now ca- they've got vehicles and everything, too. They have so. all that kind of stuff, yeah. But Battlefield 5, minus that it was hidden behind the paywall and the player base wasn't that big to begin with <coughs> sorry if my voice is cracking <coughs> god damn <coughs> <laughs> I need to stop uh, playing that I don't know I was trying to make a joke about sucking dick but uh, I think it's boring <laughs> anyway so I was say it wasn't unique it wasn't that special and it was hidden behind the paywall so the reason I want I, I want us to talk about if Battlefield needs a battle royale after that failed attempt with Battlefield 5 and other games doing so well and the battle royale market basically being at this point saturated, I guess. You know, imagine they just announced, oh, another battle royale game. Oh, like everyone's going to roll their eyes, right? Yeah, I would I would do it instantly. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, yeah. way to strike when the iron's hot. Yeah, so, but, but, over the years, I learned and... My girlfriend is actually a perfect example of that because she's the most casual gamer you could find. She plays Fortnite with me, pl- plays Fortnite with me, and other kind of stuff. And she played Warzone with us. And a lot of people don't play Warzone two anymore because of the changes they t- they did to the game. Like the game is too slow. It kind of became a really typical battle royale, even though developers are changing everything to you know bring all everything back from Warzone one to Warzone two. So the reason what. Like what I want to talk about Battle Royale for this episode is because over the years I learned that what why people like why people play these games and why they became big in the first place is because of stakes. So for the next Battlefield game, I don't know if it needs to be a Battle Royale or or like these days the new trend is the extraction shooters, you know. Oh, if you die, you lose your shit, and you have to go back on the server again. You know, try to loot again because you know how extraction shooters work, right? You you spawn. Yeah, we could. I would call it like a rogue shooter, to be honest with you. Yeah. So you spawn, you loot stuff, and you try to extract it. If you die, you lose that shit. Uh, division, division, dark zone, basically. You know. If, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the new trend these days: extraction shooters. So you have your escape from Tarkovs. Battlefield 2042 tried to do extraction shooter, extraction mode. It wasn't that good. Uh, Call of Duty is doing extraction mode right now, which is it's fine. It's 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 fine. Is it something special? No, but a lot of people like it for a lot of different reasons. So I kind of get it. So these days, is the extraction shooter is the new hot trend. But what? But but why? But the reason why battle royale and extraction shooters are in this, you know, trend. Why people are interested in these modes right now, and they're not really interested, let's say, 
Call of Duty multiplayer, you know, pro- normal six on six experience, or whatever that case may be. You know, your simple normal multiplayer. Why arena shooters? Why Halo is not doing well whatsoever? And people are crying for Halo to introduce some sort of battle royale mode. And the reason they maybe don't they people don't maybe need a battle royale itself, but they need something that has stakes. So a lot of these modes, all these modes, they have stakes. You know, they have something that makes it important. You know, last man standing or extract your loot. Otherwise, you're going to lose everything. You know, there's some sort of stakes. There's 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 a reason in order to keep coming back other than just more content. It's 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 more title onto progression in itself. And the the thing that I was going to the thing that I was thinking about saying is, is like this. This is kind of a problem with AAA chasing a single solitary trend at any and all given times like you made the comment that like a lot there's there's a lot of extraction shooters coming out now well at one point in time it was a lot of looter shooters and then at one point it was a lot of battle royale shooters so i mean and you, it doesn't take you mean you even just think back to the last 10 years of how rapidly and how much differently the trends changed and how AAA hammered on that trend thinking they were going to get a cash cow out of it, and what they wound up doing was is saturating genres to the point where nobody cares about them anymore. And you think about it. What's the next trend going to be? Are, are, are we going to go back to RTS FPS games? Because there's a game that's revolutionizing that genre that, uh, you know, I don't remember what the title is, but it's, it's getting on the point and we're bringing that back. Um, you know, or is that going to be the next trend? Are we going to oversaturate the market with, with, with FPS real-time strategy games to the point where nobody wants to have anything to do with those until we find the next dead horse in order to beat, and then the next dead horse, and then the next dead horse? And I understand that, you know, them chasing trends is, is their way of trying to probe the market to to make money out of it because it has to be a money-making business endeavor, period, point blank, end of story. I understand that. Uh, you know, I'm not ignorant to that fact of business. What I'm saying is is when... Every big wig company chases the same trend. They're doing more damage than what they realize. They are pretty much salting. They're salting genres in in their own player bases and and causing fatigue amongst them. So what they need to start doing is is okay. Company A and B wind up having a game genre that comes out that's you know a whole big deal and everybody wants to be on board with it. Well, you you as company C need to understand that you may not get those numbers. You're not going to. You you got beat to the punch. You got beat to it. Now what you should be doing is finding the next one in order to move, mobilize everybody to your games after that. You get what I'm saying? So like if you're you're working on a shooter game and it's like, okay, well the trend is now looter shooters, okay? Instead of making a fucking looter shooter, you know, make a real-time FPS game. Make make something else. Make a stealth first-person shooter game. That make do do something else so that your audience so that when they finally get fatigued with the trend that's currently going on, they now have your product in order to turn to and it's something completely different. No Man's Sky kind of did this when, you know, a lot of shit was, you know, just bare bones, linear first person, first person games. No Man's Sky came out and was like, well, everything's procedurally generated. And granted, it was a shit show at launch. It was still something different. And everybody was was wanting to go for it. Then all of a sudden, you know, there was a couple of companies that made pretty much almost the same game, but did it shitty, et cetera, et cetera. And it just saturated the genre. Stop saturating your genres and you will actually see like you're you're you're. Your audience reacts to that. Excuse me, to that. If they would have taken 
and let's just hypothetically say they they would have taken Warzone and instead of yeah Warzone Firestorm whatever the battle battle royale was let's just say instead of taking in and shoehorning in a battle royale mode they would have just made like a looter shooter mode where that's it you go around you 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 mow down squads of enemies uh, NPC enemies, you pick some loot up at the end of your round, that loot translates over to XP, that XP then translates over to multiplayer. That gives you something in order to do. And it's not, you're not beating the same dead horse that everybody else is. You, you kind of get what I'm getting at here? Yeah, I kind of get. Um, thing is, uh, about Battlefield 2042 is a perfect example right now. Uh, as I was listening to one of the ba- other Battlefield podcasts, just, you know, getting get, gathering thoughts, one of them mentioned a good point, or how he's approaching Battlefield 2042 right now. When the content drops for the game, right, whether it be a map remake or a new map or something, he plays it for a week or two, like, non-stop, right? After that, it comes down to, like, for a day or two. Then after that, barely any, barely any, he barely plays before the new update drops. Basically, he's burning himself out on it. Yeah, maybe, but then I'm thinking, other games, for example, Warzone, uh, doesn't really have that problem. Yes, of course, he has that problem. Sometimes you get lower player, like people just play nonstop and then burn out. Yeah, but other games like Warzone or Fortnite, in that matter, don't really have that problem because yes, it's nice to get an update drop, but at the same time, it's not the update drop that makes the game fun. You know, it's not the new content. So, and when I look at Battlefield 2042, I kind of understand why it's like that, including me. Like, yeah, I'll check out the new update, and after that, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. You know, and I think it's because as I've been playing a lot of Warzone, I played a lot of Fortnite, I played some other games in that time, and I kind of realized, yeah, like I said, stakes. What You don't play for the content itself, you play for the game that has stakes, whatever those stakes are. For example, play Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer ranked mode. You know, I'm all I try my best to reach Diamond. I'm already platinum, and I'm doing my best to reach Diamond before the season ends, so I can get those re- seasonal rewards. If I rather play ranked than normal multiplayer, even though it's still multiplayer, but it's more um, what's the word competitive, I guess. You know. It, there's some sort of stakes, something that keeps me going, even though sometimes I'm like, well, I'm not feeling it, but then I like, then I remember, well, you're close to Diamond, so might as well, like, okay. There's something that motivates the player, you know, to play, and there's some sort of stakes, you know, for, to, for them to, like, you know, to gain, they, to gain something, you know. You're giving be... them a reason, you're, you're giving them a reason in order to care about the time investment that you're asking out of them. Yes. This is nothing out of the ordinary. You should be you should be rewarding your player for their time, um, whether it's something in progression, a skin, you know, whatever. You you, you have to because if you don't give people that reward, or people don't feel like they're being rewarded for the time that they're investing, they're not going to continue to invest time in it. Period. Point blank. End of story. I don't care how great your your game looks, or how you know great the gameplay is, or how smooth the shooting is. And I mean, yes, you're going to have niche people that are not that are just not going to give a crap about stuff like that. But that's not what your bulk audience is going to be like. You know what I mean? They, they're yeah. they're going to look at that and go, you know, this has already been done 50 million times. I'm not getting anything out of it. I've, you know, I'm going to sink 20 hours into this game and then I'm bored with it. That's I'm, I'm so done. glad you mentioned that because people say, oh, we just need a good game. And people, 
I'm sorry, good game doesn't doesn't do it anymore. It doesn't do it. It just it, it does it, it just does not do it. You, you might have the greatest game, the greatest FPS shooter, you know, out there. It's if it doesn't have some sort of progression or something to go for, people will get bored of it really quickly. They don't play for fun anymore, which I understand what's where that's coming from, because yes, I'll have my fun for a little bit, but on the day it's just a video game. What's that to play for? And I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying that the people expect something to go for as they play on, not just for fun. Playing for fun is not a thing anymore these days. No, no, you you've got to. I mean, there are some games that yeah, you can continue to play for fun. Don't get me wrong, um, but they're not gonna be they're not gonna be the huge time sinks that some of these companies like. I think some of these companies like want. You're not you're not gonna get it. Um, because if there's, like you said, if there's no stakes, if there's no reason for me to keep coming back, sorry kids, I ain't gonna keep coming back. I mean, I don't care how great the gameplay is. If you're not giving, if you're not making me feel like my time invested is giving me something out of it besides just enjoyment, which, yeah, I understand that at its core. That's what video games are for, is to just be enjoyed. Cool, man, you know, great. Um, but my problem with that is, is it's like, you, you know, you know, back in the day, you know, and this is the fun thing you think, like, video games weren't always like this. Like, your reward for, for completing a game was the fact that you completed the game and you would have those bragging rights. Today, those quote-unquote bragging rights are, you know, something else. It's, I've got this skin, or I've got this weapon, or I've got this this perk, or I've got this and that and this and that, and, you know, that's, that's your reward and your bragging point these days. <laughs> You go. If you don't give your player that, they're not going to come back. They're they're. It's just period point blank end of story. It's it's like a restaurant that has you know great great atmosphere and and everything looks fine and the and you know but if the food is crap, you know, nobody's going to come back. And what you're missing is is good food. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for the next Balfour game. Well, wait, wait, wait. Go, going back on 2042, I personally just don't care. You know, no matter how much I love Conquest, you know, no matter how much I love some other game mode, we kind of reached a point where winning and losing doesn't mean shit, you know, in a battle game. <coughs> sorry. So, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, Just my throat. And... Yeah, when I play Battlefield, I'm like, I don't really care if I lose or or win the game, you know? Yeah, okay, I had my fun, and that's it. I don't think that, like, there's a reason why arena shooters are not that big anymore. No, because it's just like, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you win or lose. That's the thing. It's something, like, it, there's no stakes. And people finally take, you know, they experienced, you know, with all these different games, what it means to be, you know, to be on the top, you know? Chasing, you know, that dopamine rush and be the last man standing or extracting your loot, you know, fighting other players for that loot. Like, there's something there and they finally, people tasted what it means and they more, want more, they want more of that. And regarding Battle for 2042, yeah, Conquest is nice. I love Conquest. I, the Conquest is my favorite mode. Not perfect, but it's still an amazing game mode. Or, for example, Rush, or whatever. 
yeah, I I might win or lose the game. I'll get sad, you know, for like what for two seconds, like oh we lost, oh well, and then move on. You know, it doesn't have any meaning to me as a player, and I'm pretty sure it doesn't have any meaning to any other players. Yeah, someone someone's gonna get mad. Oh, guys, can you do something? Can we please win the game and so on and blah blah blah. But at the grand scale, who cares? So, and for the next Battlefield game, I have a feeling. They have to, actually. They just have to. I really don't think Battlefield just being... The next Battlefield game just being a good Battlefield game is enough to carry the game. Yeah, it'll, I'm, I'm more than welcome to take a really great Battlefield game after Battlefield 2042 disaster. Duh, of course. But I'm just realizing that it might not be a Battle Royale. It, it, might, be not, it might be an extraction shooter. But it needs something to make the stakes high in some shape or form. What if it's conquest, right? But, like, imagine, like, it's a ranked mode. Like, from the get-go, ranked mode. It's just, like, every public game is a ranked mode. Imagine how people would, like, oh, shit, this will affect my rank. I actually need to play good and win this game. Now, of course, putting on in public matches, as in from from this, there's no you know casual. Every match is ranked. You know, every conquest match is ranked or something like that. It might put a lot of stress to some certain people, but I'm thinking I don't know how to make conquest, for example. You know, feel important. I don't know I, how it, how to make it. Like maybe that's the, why we're not gameplay designers for a living, is because you know. I mean, we we can sit here and we can be like, stop chasing trends, but at the same time, you know, I can understand how a comment like that could be re- could be received by by somebody who does gameplay design for a living. It's like, well, what the fuck do you want me to do? And I mean, I yeah. understand that. Yeah. I I wholly, completely understand that sentiment because yes, I I, I I get it when I say it. You know, that's like saying don't design something this way if this is a problem. And the engineer looks at me and goes, it fucking has to be that way, man. Um, it just has to be bad. It also has to be, but. But that's also where I, I, you know, I come in and say, like, okay, well, maybe, you know, innovate the, the idea a little bit better. Do 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 the thing, but do it differently from what everybody else is doing. You know, make, do something that makes you want, makes you stand out from everybody else. The problem with a lot of, like, the way they, they chase these trends nowadays is it's like, it, it, it's a fucking copy-paste with just different art styles, and that's all it is at the end of the day. And it's like, no one, excuse me, no wonder people are getting burnt out on these things. It's because everybody does it. You know, the whole, mm, sorry, coffee's making me really burpy. <laughs> um, you know, it's like the old adage of the Simpsons did it. You know what I mean? So, like, if, if the Simpsons did it, then don't do it. But then again, you know, the Simpsons have done everything. But you do the, you know what I mean? Like the shows that do stuff like semi semi quasi Simpsons, they're doing it in their own way so that it stands out. When you can, well, you can sit there and be like, well, yeah, that's the same plot point from that episode. They did it in a different way so that realistically, you really have to take a good hard look at it in order to see the similarities. If you can pull that off, then yes, you can chase trends, but you can do it in your own way. And, you know, Battlefield didn't do it. Call of Duty kind of did it because they had their, their, their perks and their killstreaks and shit involved with it. And that's what kind of made them stick out a little bit more. But um, I think PUBG had killstreaks and shit, too. So, I, don't know, I don't know about killstreaks, but it, the Warzone, for example, like I said, the, the number one thing why it made it so big and good... Or interesting in that matter because you can get your own gun, you know the 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 gun you played in multiplayer with your camels and skins and everything, 
you know, your attachments, you can get, you know, you just go to a box and get it, you know, which made a battle army more different, more in interesting fights, because everyone was fighting with their own weapons, you know, but it was still a battle royale. Yeah. You know? But that's what made Warzone great. Uh, and then the developers finally real realizing what made Warzone great in the first place. Uh, but yeah, I, I just don't know. Like, the, the, it's, it, you need some sort of stakes in the next Battlefield game. In, I'm, okay, well, for, for example, um, it's Conquest, right? But it's like Battle Royale Conquest, if that makes any sense. I I don't know how that would make sense. Like, oh, you capture flags, and whoever captures more flags wins the game. Squad, I don't know. I don't know. I so, could honestly see like if okay, my my here's kind of like my well personal idea that I kind of came up with. Like when you 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 capture a point, you get certain perks out of it. Kind of like how um, commander mode worked with Battlefield Four. Yeah. Like if you had you if you wanted the airstrike or or um uh, um 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 the 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 carrier launched missile whatever the fuck it was called I can't remember if you wanted missile. that you you yeah that's it you had to direct your squads in order to capture that point so that you could have that perk you know do something like that in a conquest environment where it's like okay you know battlefield kind of does it where you know if you capture a certain point you have access to vehicles that will spawn there etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and that's cool, but like add perks and stuff into that as well. Like, okay, you capture, you know, this, this, you know, you capture a radio station. Therefore, you can now like connect to a satellite relay, and you can get like UAV support constantly, or UAV within a certain zone of that point. You know, get do stuff like that. That would set conquest out and in, in on its own. Um, you only have access to certain heavier weaponry and shit like that, or explosives. Okay, you take an ammunition depot over as a point. Now you're now your whole team has access to a you know a, an extra set of guns or an extra set of explosives or gadgets or whatever do stuff like that that would you know change and mix up conquest enough that, that that i would feel it would be like really fresh because then that gives you a reason to tackle a point besides just points you know what i mean yeah uh, i'm also was like thinking maybe um uh, i don't we don't know what the next game is but maybe i'm thinking uh you know how outside the game like you have some stakes outside the game so let's say you win the game and you get like a, I don't know a, a special skin or something like that. Or you can choose which faction you want to pre represent more. And if you win more games on that faction, you get something, and the other players don't or something. I don't know. You get an extra set of skins, or you you get like uniform camouflages and stuff like that. Stuff that's not going to completely like impact the gameplay so much on that regard, as it just gives you like a medal in order to pin on your chest, as it were. Stuff yeah. like that. That that would make me continue to want to come back because one one big complaint I do have about Battlefield is, is it's it's I don't care what color paint you put on it, it's the same vehicle inside and out damn near. It's you fight for your progression, you kill for your progression, and that's about all you get as far as progression went. Now, when Battlefield Four put the assignments and shit out, I actually hailed that. As much as people hated it, I hailed it because I thought it was great. That just means that now, like, I keep try, I can, I can progress how I want to see fit. Like, if I want to jump into a map and I want to work specifically towards getting that progression done, I can do that while playing the game at the same time, and I know I'm working for something on the back end of that. If it were just, you know, you pop in and you have these challenges, and all you get is extra XP out of it, I'm not gonna care. Because I could farm that XP. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just XP playing the game. The, XP doesn't mean shit anymore these days. It's just like yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a, it's a useless currency these days, and they yeah. need to stop thinking that that is 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 the end all be all thing. It's not. I mean, even have a special currency that you can earn from taking certain points and holding them for so long that you can use as an exchange in order to get other stuff. That adds the stakes to it. But here's the deal: if you don't win the match, 
you don't get that collected stuff. So that gives you more of an incentive in order to actually want to not only compete, but win the match as well. So I take a couple of points. You know, my team, you know, we, we've, we've got a lot of, you know, extra currency, quote-unquote, or whatever what it is. But if we don't win that match, all that currency goes bye-bye. The winning team is what gets that. And that, I could see that, at, you know, making things a little bit more on the fresh side. Although, I do have to ask. Let's say it has an, a battle royale. What would make it different from every other battle royale out there? What would they need to do to make a battle royale interesting in a battlefield universe, in that matter? Regardless that's of the question. setting. That's that's a good question. Um, because I can't really see anything. The only thing that comes that, to my mind is vehicles. Yeah. That, and even then, like again, we've already gone over it. There's, there's been battle royale games that have done it already. Yeah. There's, as shit you know it, Fortnite had tanks. It yeah. had tanks. And I said... Oh, it was exactly when we had Flackfire on the podcast, on Live Gaming Gathering podcast. I, I talked about Fortnite. And I, was, I think it was with Flackfire. I can't remember. But I talked about that Fortnite has tanks. Fortnite has the creative mode. So if you really wanted to, you can make your own Battlefield Heroes sequel in Fortnite right now. If you really wanted to. So yeah, having vehicles is not a big thing anymore, and I would—I don't know. Well, they can't do extraction shooter. They can't do extraction shoot because uh, they already failed with twenty forty two, which was was not a good extraction shooter. Call of Duty has its, you know, hands in there already, and Division free to play game is coming out, which is an extraction basically looter shooter or whatever you want to call it. So. Those two games, Warzone and Division, will, well, of course, Escape from Tarkov, three games, will dominate that market. And I don't think Battlefield will come in like, yeah, we do another extraction shooter. Yeah, no one will fucking care. And people will say, well, that's not how we play Battlefield. And making a Battle Royale, I mean, people say, oh, Warzone is struggling, and if, if anyone can compete with Warzone right now, in terms of, you know, Talent, budget, publishing power, all that kind of stuff is only Battlefield. Fortnite is not competing with Warzone and Apex Legends not competing with Warzone. Fortnite and Apex are so big, they're competing against each other, while Warzone is doing their own thing, because it's Call of Duty. So Battlefield's the only franchise, basically, with enough power to compete against Warzone and make something different and, you know, steal some of that player base. But I don't know what how different you can be or how much... Uh, like, okay, even if they carbon copy everything from Warzone into Battlefield. I... Uh, sure can maybe work. But... Like, you kind of lose your identity what Battlefield is then. Because you're not Battlefield anymore. You're just another shooter. And I have no idea what, can, what other mode... They could make so that's why I'm thinking outside the box. Maybe it's not the game mode they need. Maybe they need something, some like stakes outside the game itself. Like we said, oh, win X amount of games, and this faction that you chose will get something. Of course, there's also competitive. You can always add competitive mode into Battlefield. People dunk on competitive Battlefield. Oh, it's a meme and a joke and everything. But we already talked. Uh, I can't remember we. We, I think it was Patreon or podcast 
it was the it was a live gaming gathering podcast where we talked about comparative battlefield i think and we talked about that comparative battlefield can be really amazing it's just people need to give a chance and the developers need to give up you know give proper love to make it interesting so comparative battlefield can work and that can be it but it's just i don't know it's such a difficult thing it's just i i don't know like it's just it's a hard thing in order to wrap our heads around because again we're not, yeah. we're, not we're not gameplay designers i mean we're, we're we're consumers at best don't get me wrong um so you know i don't know it's it's kind of a hard thing in order to judge and go okay well you know this is this is how it needs to be because again you know we're we're not gameplay designers we don't see what the market is doing exactly we 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 see it on the reactive side um so you know we could just be sitting here talking out of our ass this entire time and i understand that much too but again not trying to do something not trying to innovate to me it's it's worse than just bog standard copy pasta you know what i mean like you i don't Nowadays, there is no such thing as an original idea anymore. I'd hate to say it. Like, in this day and age, let's be it is, honest. The, it's the, impossible. L- let's be honest. Nothing's been original for a while. It's just how you iterate the or- originality into your own way. So let's be yeah. honest. That, yeah, so... Well, I'm just so thinking... I, I, but if you don't... If you're going to copy pasta... If you're going to copy pasta something, then at the very least, attempt to make it your own. At the very least, give it an attempt. Because if you attempt to to make it your own, it might fall flat on its face. It might not do too well in the grand scheme of things, you know. But at least you try doing something different in order to catch your audience's attention. You know, Ray, I'll put an Ray. example out there. Okay, yeah, continue. Yeah, finish your thought. If if I say for my for myself, if I continually went and I auditioned for different characters and did the exact same fucking delivery across the board. Do you guys really honestly think I'm going to land gigs? Hmm. I have to take and I have to interpret things and I have to try and deliver what I think the audience is going to want and what I think that, you know, the casting director is going to want. And it's no different in video games. Yes, I can I can do a discount Professor Farnsworth as a goofy scientist, but I have to put my spin on it because otherwise all I'm doing is Professor Farnsworth. You guys kind of get what I'm getting at here. If you're going to do a battle royale or you're going to do a looter shooter or you're going to do a genre and you're going to do it within a game scope that already has an established genre, then you need to do something to make yourself stand out. Otherwise, you're literally everybody else. Ray, I just had an idea. So, listen here. It's uh, Battlefield 2142, you know, futuristic, whatever. You have your Titans. And it's some sort of battle royale involving the Titans. You know, just like Last Man Squad or something like that has to destroy a Titan or... You can use the Titans or something like that. I don't know. So, something with Titans. Like, I realized Battlefield always is about grand scale warfare, right? Combined warfare. So, why is there some sort of battle royale mode where people can choose either be a tanker, you know, v, you know, jets, vehicles, and you have these Titans or something like that? And you win the game by destroying the Titans, you know, Titan mode, but, but something more. With more stakes. Maybe you have like, I don't know, three lives. Or something like that. I, I don't know. 
But imagine some some sort of battle royale where you can actually like have your vehicles, have your jets, and have titans. I don't know, but there's something in my head that's just like, well, that is unique enough to be different from Warzone and other battle royales, and it has its own in that battlefield spin because it's based on a context and based on a something where, like we talked about the previous podcast, established. Uh, what 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 I call it? Established not teams. Uh, context? Okay, let's say context. Established context. So you can use that context to make this wanna be battle royale or whatever you want. Whatever this may be, something using titans. You know, just and this. Can you imagine the scale? Just the scale itself. That like 128 players or let's say 150. It's just like. That can work something. I, I get because they makes. I think that can work, but again, it, de- it depends what the mode is. But that's why I just imagined, literally, just like wait a minute. It doesn't have to be modern. It doesn't have to be historical. It can go futuristic. Battlefield can go futuristic and make something unique with Titans. Sure, you can, maybe you can even have jetpacks if you really want to. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! People will really lose their shit if Battlefield has jetpacks. Actually, I don't. I do not mind as long as it's like it's balanced well. I mean, well. they've got grappling hooks now, so why not? Actually, yeah, we have grappling hooks. So what's what's the difference with a bloody jetpack at this point? If yeah. It's like, so really, what's it? What 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 are we missing out here? If it's locked to a specific class, who gives a shit? And not to mention, they're already there for Battlefront Two, so we might as well borrow some of that code and use it for the next game. You know. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You already you already did it in Frostbite, so might as well use it for the next Frostbite game. But yeah, I was just thinking, like, Titans and something Battle Royale and something with vehicles. Now, that's interesting. I personally think that's... Now, that's really interesting. Granted, I don't know what kind of game that will be and what the stakes will be, but... Yeah, just people these days, they need stakes. And my girlfriend is perfect. Like, even if she doesn't go with... Even if we don't go for the win, in, like, in Fortnite or whatever. We do a, some sort of challenge, you know, a quest or something like that. That unlocks us, you know, that makes it easy to unlock our battle pass or whatever. There's still something to do, and I think that that was the problem with that is the problem with Warzone right now. They're trying to do be like they're trying to be like Fortnite because they see what Fortnite is doing, and people basically the reason why people play Fortnite these these days is not because you know when being the last man standing, but you have something to do. In, in the middle of the game, if you don't want to go for the win, you can do some quest, you can do something else. There's something to do. And a, yeah. lot, of bat- a lot of battle royales suffer from that mid-game boredom. You know, let's say... Yeah, that mid-game itch. Yes. So let's say you land in, you know, somewhere, in some hot spot in battle royale, you kill some players, and what, what are you going to do until the last circle or two? You know, do we go to this direction? Do we go that direction? Looking for players, whatever they may make the case may be. There's a lot of battle royals that have really quiet mid-game that there's nothing happening, and people yeah, really pretty much all like, you're doing is surviving. That's about yeah, it. and and next thing you know, you get sniped from the back and or from some guy Game camping in the bush. Over. Yeah, so something like that. Like you know, so I get that. But Fortnite, the way he does it, he has quests, he has all that kind of stuff to do. So there's never a boring mid-game. And Warzone trying to do that with like their own stuff, but it just doesn't work. It doesn't work in a first-person show. It doesn't work in a you know uh, somewhat 
realistic, you know, uh, the word realistic, aesthetically realistic first-person shooter, you kind of need to, like, do something else because it's just... What works in Fortnite doesn't work in Warzone. And I can't really imagine Battlefield doing the same thing because it's just, like, it's just... It would not work. No. But, no. but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I actually don't know. I just know that the next Battlefield game needs some sort of mode where stakes are important. Yeah, but the thing is, is it's it's like I said, it's it's finding that they've they've got to figure out a way they've, in order to find that stake and make it so that the player base actually cares, and it's not a very easy thing in order to do. I I wholly understand that, but at the same time, like it's chase your trends by all means, chase what the market wants. That's you know that's a good business, but you've like I've said multiple times throughout this, you've got to do it in your own way. You 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 have to make yourself stand out from the crowd because then all you're doing is just becoming the crowd. So. You can't complain because things aren't selling or doing well if all you're doing is what everybody else is doing. I mean, that's just all there is to it, kids. Yeah. And chasing trends is not a bad thing as long as you're doing smartly. You know, there's some, if you see opportunity, there is something missing in the market and you can capitalize capitalize on that. Jump on it. Yeah, fan, do it because that's smart business. You know, that's smart business. If you see a gap that can be filled and you know you're going to have huge success there... If you're gonna do it, by all means, freaking do it. Yeah, don't hold back. Don't don't think twice about it. Just do it. Like if you feel like you can fill that gap and you can make sales out of it, by all means, do it. Do you know? Do be innovative. Be the thing that stands out. I mean, because even if it even if it doesn't do all that great, you're still gonna have you're still gonna stand out, and there's still gonna be you know publishers or not publishers, but publications and stuff that are gonna be like, hey, you know, in a sea of this, they decided to do this. And I, I personally feel that this is successful, and that looks good for them in the long run. So, I mean, again, I, I feel like a lot of developers these days are just getting to be... Actually, I don't even want to say developers. Publishers. Publishers are getting very scared of innovation, and they want to be in safe spaces, and I get that. But which we mentioned, Which things. we mentioned in the last podcast, that they, no matter how, what kind of crazy ideas they might have, they, they will not go crazy just because no, they'll money scale it back or they'll go well this makes yeah. more sense to do it this way etc etc and i'm sorry like that's not how that's not how you improve that's not how you that's not how you get better if you continually do the same thing over and over and over again you're only going to be good at doing that thing over and over and over and over again you have to try and shake it up you have to try and spice it up and i don't see a lot of companies doing that these days yeah of course this is Another way, maybe Battlefield doesn't want stakes. Maybe just it wants to be the most casual shooter you could ever imagine. Maybe they want that. Maybe just like say, you know what? Fuck it. You know, we, we just, just we wanted to be open source so that anybody and everybody can just jump in and jump out and have a good time, go home, blah blah blah. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I I, I completely understand that part of it too. Um, but again, that kind of falls back into what I consider safe space development. You know, don't do it. If if you if you know your audience likes a certain thing and they like it a certain way, keep doing that, by all means. But you've got to try and change it up a little bit here and there. You can't just put the same, you know what I mean? You can't just put the same plate of gruel out and put salt on it and say it's something different. It's not. It's the same thing, just with a little bit of salt. Yeah. And the reason I mentioned Conquest earlier, because it's the most, it's what Battlefield is. So maybe you could do something with that mode and maybe improvise it somehow differently. Of course, don't, I mean... Depends what they do because the, the, there was some attempts that were just not that good. I don't know. It's just, it's just it just depends what the next game is. Of course, does 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 the next game needs a battle royale? Like 
okay. I don't think so. I would say no, yes. I, 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 like, before Battlefield 5, I said, I'm 100% no, the Battlefield doesn't need a Battle Royale. Uh, years later, well, it doesn't need a Battle Royale, but it needs something. It needs something that has, you know, has a dopamine rush that just has stakes, wherever the, those stakes are. I doesn't have to be a Battle Royale. Definitely not an extraction shooter. I'm sorry, I, I don't think extraction shooter mode is works for Battlefield. I just don't think it makes any sense for that type of... Like, I, I, I can't understand what they were going for, going for with 2042, because, oh, you know, a post-apocalyptic, it's, you know, it's... A futuristic post-apocalyptic yeah, shooter. Like, we yeah. haven't seen that before, but they, they kind of try to do it in their own way. Uh, but it just wasn't enough. Yeah, 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 so it was just like, you know, get, gather the status, gather the data, it's really important, blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, it was it was not interesting whatsoever, it was just like, uh boring. And there's a reason why uh, they I've never... I've had this cup of tea before. Yeah, 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 and there's a reason why they stopped development on that that thing early, early. Just saying, no, we're not making anything more, sorry. We're gonna focus on, on content. I don't know, um... But yeah, that's what I want to talk about for this podcast. Like, does Battlefield need a Battle no, but it needs something. I just this is why we're it, not getting It needs designers. innovation. It needs it, it. It needs what I like to call a good old kick in the ass. Is yes. what it needs. It 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 needs. It just needs something in order to spice it up and make it stand out. And I mean, Portal could have done it if they would have put the focus in it and they would have you know not tried to neuter it in a lot of in a lot of regards. I think Portal could have done that, but they just didn't put enough to it in order to make it work, and it's it's a sad waste. But that doesn't mean that they they you know they just count themselves out and not try again. I mean they they, they really need. I, I really honestly think like if they would they would find the perfect home for Portal and make that shit work great, it would do good. Yeah, I still think the next game has something to do with Portal. I think the reason they stopped development on Portal is because they realize it's a really good thing and they can expand for the next game. That's why I'm thinking. Well, yeah, it gives them infinite expansion possibilities because all they got to do is just add elements to it, and it change it can it can change you know the whole overall gameplay of it. That's that's where I feel like Portal was lacking. It, right, it needed more elements. What? What if it's like some sort of um, RTS Commander Mode Battle Royale? Imagine, yeah. you, Im- no, imagine it's a Battle Royale, but no, you have I get commanders. What you're getting at, yeah. Yeah, or something like Commanders or something like that, you know. Like, maybe it's maybe. I would, I could see them, you know, bringing Commander back. I kind of wish they would have done that with 2042 and just kind of revamped the whole thing because, I mean, I liked the Commander aspect of it. I liked the fact that, you know, it, it, it gave somebody else a different role and, and, you know, gave you an extra layer of support. Um, I was kind of upset when, you know, it's not that they dropped support for it, but, I mean, you just have to play it on PC now if you want to fire that up and do that in Battlefield 4. You can't do that from your tablet or your phone like you used to be able to. I mean, which, that in of itself was pretty freaking innovative. I don't give a damn. I could sit on my toilet and, you know, hop in and help out a Battlefield 4 match and, yeah, whatever. That was kind of cool. But the fact is, is it just... I don't know. It fell short where it needed to, where it shouldn't have, and I think that's part of the reason why, you know, it just wasn't the best in the world. So, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that's what I want to discuss with this podcast. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure we kind of destroyed this topic to every uh, last atom. 
I don't know what else to say. It's, it's just I like, don't either. Yeah, I, I, it's just like... It needs something, I just don't know what. And that's why we're not game de- gameplay designers. But damn, the next game is gonna have a lot... Oh boy, it's gonna have a lot of problems <laughs> regarding that. Just like... Yeah. So, good luck to the developers, because damn, you're gonna need all of it. But yeah, that's kind of that we just want to discuss. And whoever's listening to the podcast right now, uh, you know, whether you be an early access on Patreon or on Spotify or iTunes, whatever, please let us know, you know, whether it be privately or somewhere in Reddit or something like that, just, you know, mention something just to see what people think. You know, I'm really curious. And yeah, that's kind of it. And... That's I really I really want to talk about is that that because I just want to explore see what we think about it. you know we all we both reluctant on a battle royale because like oh god another battle royale you know who fucking cares but yeah we just it's just that it's just that type of gaming market it just people experience that dopamine rush and what else you can do to experience that dopamine rush in a different game you know yeah people don't really play for fun anymore which is good or bad in whatever you may think about that but yeah that's kind of it so great you want to do outro no i did the intro it's your turn <laughs> okay fine so thank you guys for listening for Battle one podcast follow us on spotify itunes leave a rating because if you leave a rating it helps the other people to discover the podcast it helps us out check out patreon for early access for the podcast and extra content that we do for live gaming gathering podcasts and the Lanka Soldier channel. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for your time. Leave us feedback as usual. Follow us on our socials. And yeah, that's gonna it. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you on the battlefield. Good night, everybody! <laughs> <laughs>